0: hello and welcome back to the small world podcast my name's rohan
1: and my name's is
0: and today we're taking an other look into the culture of the united states however we're going way back before the colonization of whites today we're going to talk about the native americans the indigenous peoples native to north america now these these peoples they were basically living here um and they had separate tribes, and since there were so many different tribes and no sense of unity between them, the whites were able to come by and easily colonize the land.
1: Yeah, and um, the thing is that th- the these uh, different tribes they had their own languages and their own strong culture. That uh, it was hard again for there to be any unity, and so the. Uh, white population took advantage of that, but within those cultures, it was very deep and most of their ideologies were very spiritual and they based a lot of things off of a god or their own god. Um, And uh, something that was very common uh, in their culture was like the concept of cyclical time that uh everything is uh that that all things happen in a circle like uh all events Uh, like that's kind of different to what we follow today which is more of a past present future sort of uh timeline and um they they used to follow that along with uh uh worshiping gods and in that way they they kept a strong and their own civilized culture so uh rohan uh what do you think about this do you think that like what do you think has happened to it today you know
0: yeah so basically uh when the united states was first becoming a nation andrew jackson was instrumental in the forced removal of the native americans now presidents before him they were they were really intent on pushing the native americans out however andrew jackson he grew up on the frontier um, when the United States was just expanding west. And so he faced the Native American hostility because obviously, if you have someone raiding your land, they're going to be hostile. So um, basically these uh, Andrew Jackson, he got himself known as an Indian fighter. Um, Indians is often a term referred to uh, describe the Native Americans because when Christopher Columbus first came to the United States, He thought he arrived in India, so he called the Native people Indians. Um, But basically, Andrew Jackson, he fought Indians in the war, Native Americans, in the War of 1812, uh, which was against the British. However, the Native Americans were alongside the British because they wanted to defend uh, their territory. And so Andrew Jackson, he won fame that way, Uh, but... uh, since he gained so much fame he was able to become president in uh, 1824 and he actually uh, was able to pass laws such as the Indian Removal Act which forced Native Americans to reservations and these reservations uh, a lot of them are in Oklahoma which is Mm -hmm. kind of south slash middle around there of the United States and um, so these reservations, they weren't, the conditions weren't good at all. I mean, you have this guy who hates Native Americans, and he's going to push them somewhere that won't interfere about his goals of expanding the nation as a president. Because this was in like a time of manifest destiny, basically, um, yeah. where the United States was trying to expand west um, to get from the Atlantic Ocean, where they started, to the Pacific Ocean. So life on the reservation wasn't very good and today we even see how that has caused so much poverty within the native americans yeah
1: and you could also see like the the dissemination of native american culture with that as well um you you want to kind of touch up on that too like how the trail of tears and all these reservations contributed to um to like a common identity as a native american or indian and um also how that kind of you know, destroyed their uh, culture and slowly that faded away.
0: Yeah, so basically, um, the Native Americans, the, the Trail of Tears was a result of the Indian Removal Act, where uh, they were pushed along a trail from georgia to oklahoma and basically the conditions were really bad they had they went through extreme heat extreme winters they were huddling together for warmth which just spreads disease that they contracted along the way and so the trail of tears was just terrible uh they didn't care about culture they didn't care about uh what was going to happen to them they just you know needed to get to where they were to go um, without losing too many people. Uh, But the important thing is they kept a lot of their culture. However, in the United States, many people hunted buffalo for their hide and to sort of trade with other European nations. And it was just a source of money making. Um, They just slaughter buffalo for their hides. Uh, But Mm -hmm. the Native Americans actually even though they do kill the buffalo they they use every single object of it um they might use their bones to make silverware they might use they use their hides to make clothes uh they even have to eat the liver of the buffalo because they've been fasting for so long because the buffalo they aren't always around they come in like waves so they have to Mm -hmm. eat the liver first so that their stomach is able to take in the cooked meat um so it's it's kind of interesting how even though they kill them, they're such a sacred sacred animal because they kill so for their own well-being because they use uh, every single aspect of the buffalo. But the basically the white settlers, they were just slaughtering them and um, taking only the hides. So uh, as you see like the buffalo pop- population keep decreasing, uh, that was a huge instrumental part of Native American culture. So you sort of see that decrease. And Mm -hmm. also, the Dawes Act, which came later in the 1900s, it actually allocated land to Native Americans, um, even though it was a very small portion. So that's where they started to, you know, kind of assimilate into new culture, um, Mm -hmm. into like the culture of the United States in like the 1900s um, and going up until the 2000s. Uh, But that's sort of how they kept going and um, really the conditions on the reservations there's no fertile land to plant anything on Um, Mm -hmm. so like how do you make money Uh, how do you provide for yourself economically yeah
1: yeah. so then they essentially or eventually they had to go into white society and Mm -hmm. uh, try to come out on top over there and with this we kind of see how the two different culture and the 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 type of thinking that these two groups of people have. If you look at the white the white people or like uh, the immigrants that are coming out and colonizing, they have more of a mentality that oh that that they have to take over the land, that it's like yeah. war and that that everything everything that is materialistic has money value, and there's almost very less appreciation for that Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's why they want to keep going for more and more and there's a lot of uh, greed and uh, self-worth involved in uh, the actions of white people especially during that time that's why uh, the Indians were kicked off their land because white people wanted more land people want to move west and you can see how that contrasts with uh, the Native American culture where like you talked about the buffaloes and how they Mm -hmm. used every single part of that buffalo for themselves. But not only did they do that, they also were thankful for everything they had. And that's one of the few things that like, that they taught, that they taught, like not taught, but you know, um, you know, like when, uh, you know how Thanksgiving came about, right? Yeah. Like to give thanks to all the food that they, that the, Um, immigrants the the pilgrims had uh, created and so so like that 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 aspect mostly comes from or largely comes from like Native American culture even even for such small things like uh, maybe killing a fish to eat it or you know having the water to drink or taking uh, uh, taking sap from trees Um, they never wanted to harm nature um, in the sense that they like wanted to kill just because they wanted to kill and make money, you know It was more of a sort of a uh, living where uh, they wanted to take care of themselves and they wanted to be a part of nature um, Something that was very uh, important in Native American culture was that they would look uh, at nature as like the elders yeah. um, They would give them uh, more respect than like themselves first because they believed that nature was there uh first and so um that's that's pretty different to like what we think today right we kind of utilize nature for our own benefits but we do look at our elders and we do give them respect and treat them with like mr or missus or whatever is there but we don't do the same thing for nature so yeah yeah, interesting Mm-hmm.
0: and like when when the whites came, the Native Americans were like, land ownership, we don't own the land, you don't own the land the land is just something that we live in and the mm-hmm. land is land um, there's, there's no way to own it because their spiritual sense is very tightly connected to nature and the point you brought up about them sharing their wealth and sharing things and being thankful um, that's why it's hard for them to sort of become successful provide uh make a lot of money because if you leave the reservation you're you're leaving your whole family and family is instrumental to native american culture and well-being and if you go out and you it's hard to be educated especially when you're living on a reservation and you often don't get a very good education growing up and Mm -hmm. a lot of your family actually a majority of native american men just drink and drink um, and they become alcoholics and drunkards because they're basically hopeless. And so if someone does make it out of the reservation, they're either not coming back and leaving their family or they're making money and bringing it back to their family to share and they don't just mm-hmm. share it with their family, they share it with their community members. Because like you said, the Native American definition of wealth is how much you give, not how much you receive. So yeah. that aspect sort of makes it hard for them to you know, really thrive because their whole culture has changed. And in order to be successful in the United States now, you have to have a proper ed- education. Um, yeah. You have to be able to put yourself in a position to where you can provide for yourself and other people won't depend on you and so basically it's also interesting Native American women run these reservations I mean you have the men who are drinking themselves to death and things like that Um, but you have these strong women who are you know keeping families together uh, because families are all they have left really Uh, yeah and like the problem of Native Americans is something that's been going on forever in, in, in the United States, yet such uh, less so less attention is being paid to it, um, which it really mm-hmm. should be, because it's one of those things where the Native Americans, they aren't in the condition they are because uh, of themselves. You, you can't blame them for wanting to stick with their families, stick with their cultural values. You, you, you can't say, oh, if they didn't do that, they'd be successful. You know, it's, yeah. it's the fault of the United States, especially in the past and even in the present where presidents fail to do anything about it to improve their conditions. It's the fault of the United States for confining them to these terrible places where poverty is raging and people result to just drink themselves to death
1: yeah that's yeah it's true it's uh it's not a good situation for Native Americans it never has been uh yeah like you said that they they just keep uh they try to they try to make it you know whenever they do try to go out into the uh, white society they many of them have a very bad like identity crisis and um uh, as we talked about in our previous episode um where we talked about uh where we talked about how african americans and uh, asian americans how uh they have a rough time trying to find their identity within america yeah. try to find uh peace at, try to find peace but being among other people uh, um, in the, the way they want to be like that that trouble also applies to uh, native americans um, unfortunately, if you go back to uh, the time of the reservations when it just started out it's pretty new um, many uh, many small children were taken out and put it into boarding schools um, that basically tried to uh, teach American values and uh, make them make them into quote unquote Americans that was like an initiative taken by missionaries um, mm. but that uh, that led them to... You know not be um, accepted by their family back to the reservations like yeah. their parents and their family so they're kind of they kind of can't really assimilate into white society because of their skin but and also uh, because of their uh education and the, the language they speak they're not also accepted into their family and so that's kind of a problem that uh, many of the native americans faced at the time um but you know the government did try to make stuff better they just didn't try it hard enough. I don't think they did. Um, yeah. They did put into, like, the uh, the free college thing. I'm not exactly sure what the act is, but yeah. if you have, like, Native American blood, then uh, you have some sort of access to free college. But even still, uh, colleges don't like that, you know. Uh, yeah. Colleges, like, specifically because that means they don't get the, the income that they get from college tuition and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so... Still, even though that uh, they're, they're trying to be helped, I mean, people like the government uh, is trying to help them, it's uh, not really working out, unfortunately. And that just yeah. that just leaves them in a very desperate situation. Just a lot of them are, um, are just on a little bit above the poverty line or below there. It's, yeah. it's especially in the reservations and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they they're in that sort of situation and the the only thing that they can stick to if they still have it is their ancient traditions yeah and uh spirituality and stuff like that me like i, I come from an indian background right
0: yeah
1: uh indian as in not native american like the real indian yeah background yeah, Britain, and yeah. <laughs> yeah from india <laughs> and um you know uh we also have in our culture we also have spirituality and like uh, we, we, talk, we talk really deeply about like uh, Vedic knowledge, which is like a strong spiritual knowledge where you can like do astral projection and stuff like that. And those sort of things were also widely explored in, uh, uh, in, in Native American culture as well. Um, I'm not actually ex- exactly sure what their names were, but um, there would be like these certain priests or like these really spiritual people that could foretell what would happen in the future and these like tribes and stuff like that and uh, What's interesting to know is that there are accounts where um, they have predicted that uh, an enemy will come and you know Take like take take over them stuff like that. So those aspects are really strong. Their connection to nature was really strong and uh, yeah, unfortunately, they're in this in this sort of place because of what uh you know society capitalism what all that has done to them and
0: it's interesting because their culture um today is actually incorporates a lot of catholic elements um like when the catholic church came around a lot of people went there because it provided work um they also went there because uh, it was sort of like an in, in, in escape from the reservation. Um, but it also provided a really good schooling system. Um, the Catholic Church was a primary uh, schooling system for a lot of Native Americans. Um, you know, they would go, the, the, the nuns would be there running the school and Native Americans would go there. Um, but uh going back to the way that native americans have sort of tried to pull themselves out of uh, the economic depression that they've been constantly in um yeah since native american land it's not owned by the federal government it's their own land they're free to do what they want with it um the federal government cannot enforce their laws on that land Um, so therefore they can do gambling and they make these reservations Uh, or not, not reservations, they make casinos. Um, And these casinos are huge are places where basically, they they designed, you know, uh, for people looking to spend their money, um, can go and, you know, deal it away. And those casinos can make a really considerable amount of money. And um, so that's one of the ways that they've been able to sort of a lot of reservations have been able to get their income off of that and Mm -hmm. as as a person who's never like even been to a reservation it's important to note that just by hearing about it is not enough because these reservations they're basically shielded you you don't really see them um being highlighted anywhere and because People are like, oh, the urban cities are actually the poorest places. Well, if you think that's poor, you should really go and see what life is like in Native American reservations. I mean, Mm -hmm. you have these guys trying to keep their original culture against a constantly changing world. Um, Mm -hmm. So for sort of the last part of this podcast, I want to transition to sports. And you know how some teams have like Native Americans... um, mascots, kind of like the Uh, Washington Redskins football team, um, which has now been named the Washington football team. And so small changes like those are starting to happen. Uh, What do you think about that? Uh, Do you think um, what they're doing is right? Or what's your sort of stance on that?
1: I think uh, I think that like what happened with the Washington football team was Mm -hmm. very good and uh, it it also shows like how beneficial uh cancel culture can be and like um you know how uh how today that we're people are becoming more aware about things that they've done in the past and Mm -hmm. they're trying to fix it because people realize that it's the wrong thing to do and i think this actually has to do a lot with politics and who's who's like uh the main figurehead for like the nation first it was donald trump now it's joe biden and both of these presidents have put up this sort of aura about about race relations Mm -hmm. discrimination they all have their own stance about it and people today with their access to technology and especially since we've all been locked down in covid we've had so much time to explore and understand what our uh what this nation is what it stands for and so i think because of that because of the spread of awareness and uh the need to do the right thing, um, especially concerning race, mm-hmm. um, stuff like this is happening. And I, and I do hope that, um, it continues to happen. I mean, um, I think it all started, uh, basically from, uh, from like the blow up of the BLM movement yeah. last year, right? this thing is holding about races and, um, it's not just the, the native American, uh, aspect, but, uh, just just all minorities in general um if you saw yeah. if you see um if you saw uh, the, the the 2021 uh the mm-hmm. election race or sorry yeah. the 20, 2020 the november election actually people were uh there were people from many different races that were uh well, trying to trying to be president and that was pretty interesting mm-hmm. to see you can see the diversity really shown there which um yeah. which there was a lack of that in previous elections and also like um it was mostly the minorities did not really have a voice so yeah i think that's that's, yeah. that's really good
0: mm-hmm. yeah and there there was an argument going around that oh you can you, you can keep these uh drugstore names against native americans because it's it's like preserving some of their culture well someone who doesn't understand the culture first of all has no r- really justification to say something like that um, but mm-hmm. there are some teams um, who which the the names aren't really like bad it's just like the the braves which is is like a term that defines sort of their culture um, because a lot of them were very brave in going into war with the war paint that they war in when they were warring tribes in the in the 19th century um but uh just a large part is educating the people about what's going on because half i didn't even know uh what was going on in native americans um culture today until i read this book that we that we read in english race for uh love medicine um and it really defines what life is like on reservations in the current day, and it's written really simply. It doesn't take a lot to, you know, understand what's going on, which is good because it communicates the purpose of uh, Lewis Erdrich, which is the author who wrote it. She's of Native American descent. It really highlights her purpose to spread the word, and if if you're looking to um, really have a good read on what Native American, um, life is like, you should really look into Love Medicine by Lewis Erdrich.
1: Yeah, yeah, you should, it was a pretty good book, I got to know a yeah. lot about, uh, Native American culture and their, yeah. uh, situation today, and, yeah, um, uh, just, uh, really quick, going back to the thing that you talked, uh, that you yeah. said about, uh, how, um, about what, when should we, uh, Give like when should we uh, use certain terminologies from other cultures, or they're discussing about other races. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that just uh, I think that to avoid any conflict or yeah. um, canceling, that they sh- that they should first, you know, ask the representatives of that race or culture mm-hmm. first, and you know, exactly. so there can be an understanding. And that's kind of what we need today. Uh, there needs yeah. to be an understanding of each other. Of each other's races and also the situation that they're in so that um everybody can try to uh you know do something for the effort and support each other for sure for
0: sure well this has been another episode of the small world podcast uh we're we're really starting to dive into different cultures their history what they look like today um, so we hope you uh enjoy these kind of podcasts and you listen to some of our earlier ones if you do because we talked about the covid crisis in india the coup in myanmar um the black lives matter and asian hate mo- and anti-asian hate movements and all these sort of things that's really current in our world and is um something really good to be aware of
1: yeah yeah so uh take a look at those and Thank you for listening to our podcast today. We'll see you next time.
0: See ya.